Welcome to another edition of what I'm calling the case for D'Amico Ryans. I'm your host, David Shelsky. You can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. Today, I'm exclusively only talking about D'Amico Ryans, defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. He's 37 years old and a rising star in the coaching world. Now, as a coach, D'Amico Ryans in 2017 was San Francisco 49ers defensive quality control coach. In 18, 19, and 20, San Francisco 49ers inside linebackers coach. In 2021, earned the promotion to San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator, where, as you know, has been very successful. Let's take a look at D'Amico Ryan's background. His education, he graduated from the University of Alabama on December in December of 2005 with a degree in business management. His hometown, Bessemer, Alabama. Hopefully I said that right for those of you from Bessemer, Alabama. In college, Ryan obviously attended the University of Alabama where he played outside, lineback- outside linebacker for Mike Shula's Alabama Crimson Tide uh, from 2002 to 2005. You may be aware of this, but he played in the game where the Minnesota Golden Gophers beat the Crimson Tide in the music or the 2004 Music City Bowl, where Maroney and Barber were the two-headed monster in the backfield. The Gophers pulled it out, 20 to 16, and to this date, every time I see SEC fans are uh, talking crap. Um, Especially, especially uh, Alabama fans. I'll say, Gophers one and zero historically against Alabama. We are undefeated. Minnesota Gophers undefeated against Alabama. I'll take that to my grave. Hopefully, we never play them again. Uh, <laughs> so Ryan started his career by earning a role on special teams as a backup linebacker in his first season. He went on to become the SEC's Defensive Player of the Year for his performance in 2005. Later on, Ryan attributed much of his college success to his defensive coordinator at Alabama, Joe Kynes. He was named the 2006 Cotton Bowl Classic Defensive MVP in their 13-10 win over Texas Tech. Awards? A lot of them. He was second team All-SEC in 2004. Lombardi Award semifinalist in 05. Also in 05, Nagurski Award finalist, 2005, Drady Award finalist, 2005, Buckus Award finalist, 2005, Bednarik Trophy semifinalist, 2005, Lott Trophy, uh, 2005, First Team All-SEC, 2005, he was SEC Defensive Player of the Year, 2005, Consensus First Team All-American, and then in 06, he was a Cotton Bowl Classic defensive MVP. I guess that was a senior season in the bowl season. NCAA Top 8 Award, Class of 2006. So he won a lot of awards as a player. This carried him over to where he was drafted by the Houston Texans. Ryan was selected with the first pick of the second round, 33rd overall in the 2006 NFL Draft. He was one spot from being a first-round pick. He was highest-selected linebacker since Dwayne Rudd. That name should sound familiar. He was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in 97, 
20th overall first round pick. So, um, Ryan's was a second round. Dwayne Rudd, who we got first round, long time, very good player for the Minnesota Vikings. Though he had been an outside linebacker in college, he earned a starting middle linebacker position due to his excellent performance in the preseason. In his first game, he recorded a league-high 12 solo tackles. Ryan's had an overwhelming impact as rookie uh, for the Texans. He led the team in tackles the first half of the 2006 season. Ryan's was, Ryan's was uh, awarded the AP NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year after finishing second league with 155 total tackles. Behind Zach Thomas. No kidding. Behind Zach Thomas, 165 uh, tackles. 31 more tackles than the next rookie, Detroit, Detroit Lions linebacker Ernie Sims, who we know, I think he was really small 5'9 guy, if I'm not mistaken, but was awesome. Uh, and we know from playing against him. Ryans was selected the Pro Bowl in 2007. On March 30, 2010, Ryan signed a six-year extension worth $48 million, including $21.75 million guaranteed. But the Philadelphia Eagles, on March 20, 2012, after Brian Cushing replaced Ryan's as starting middle linebacker, uh, we know Brian Cushing and how great he was, Ryan's was traded the Philadelphia Eagles in exchange for 2012 fourth round draft pick used on Ben Jones and swapped uh, for a third round pick between the two teams used on Brandon Brooks and Nick Foles. So the Eagles got Nick Foles. Ryan's was immediately inserted as the team's starting middle linebacker. Although the Eagles went 4-12, Ryan still made plays leading the team in tackles with 113 while adding a sack and an interception. 2013, Ryan's improved even further, leading the team in tackles once more with 127, while also recording career highs in sacks, four interceptions, two, and interception return yardage, 46. We'll throw that in there. On January 4th, 2014, he had 10 tackles in his first career playoff interception in his first career playoff game with the Eagles. Uh, a close 26-24 loss to the New Orleans Saints. On November 3rd, 2014, Ryan was, Ryan's was placed on injured reserve after tearing his Achilles tendon. Ryan's was released February 24th, 2016, never to play again. His highlights, I, I you know, pulling out from that season, there's a lot of them because he was a very effective linebacker, but I narrowed it down to these. Uh, six out of ten seasons, he was over 100 tackles, best being his rookie season where he won Defensive Rookie of the Year. He finished with uh, 9,030 tackles. I think I might accidentally erase the number, but he was over 9,000 tackles, 13.5 sacks, seven interceptions, and one touchdown. His personal life, he has the most adorable picture of him and his family on his Twitter feed, uh, at D'Amico Ryans. I think that's, it's just at D'Amico Ryans, I think. Ryans and his, uh, has his wife, Jamila, have three children, two sons named MJ and Micah, and one daughter named Zia, spelled X-I-A. Um, you know, so the, the big to-do about 
D'Amico Ryans has been the success with the 49ers in the playoffs. Now, um, you can easily go check that out, and we'll see his expertise this weekend. But I have already spoken about this in previous podcasts, but I, I'm going to talk about it on this one because this is all about D'Amico Ryans, and we are sharing his success as a potential candidate for the Minnesota Vikings head coaching job. The Cowboys lost 23-17 to to the 49ers. That Prescott was held to an impressive day. Uh, 23 for 43, 254 yards, one TD, one interception. Ezekiel Elliott had only 12 carries for 31 yards, 2.6 average. 307 total yards by one of the best offenses in the league. He passed for 230. Rushed for 77. Still recovering from COVID. I apologize if I'm coughing. I have to drink a little bit of water. Um, 20 first downs, which was a lot. So they dinked and dunked to 20 first downs. Much of these came in the, the second half because they were held pretty bad in the first. 5 for 14 on third downs. Good stat there. Uh, 1 for 2 on fourth downs. Uh, 5 sacks, 1 interception. 5 sacks. They got after the ball. They got after the quarterback. Now, even more impressive was the 49ers-Packers game. 49ers pulling out 13 to 10. Held by a blocked punt. However, they do have the worst uh, special teams in the league. It's what the Packers are well known for that. <clears throat> Sorry, I got to clear my throat. The COVID uh, recovery is a long thing for me. I apologize. Aaron Rodgers, he went 20 for 29, 225 yards, zero TD, zero interceptions. But MVP of 2020. Potentially the MVP in 2021. Maybe not after this game. It hasn't came out yet. Only got 225 yards. Zero TDs. Zero interceptions. 263 yards total offense. They did even better against the Packers. Even more impressive. 75 of which came on one blown coverage against running back Aaron Jones. So about... Over, like, two-fifths of their offense came on one play. The Packers had 58 yards the entire second half, going three and out on three out of four possessions. Amazing. Uh, 196 passing, 67 uh, rushing, one fumble recovered. Again, five sacks, five for 12 on third downs. That's uh, is all right. 14 first downs. They held them to less than they did the Cowboys in that stat. This was an impressive, impressive performance. My impressions right now of D'Amico Ryans as a head coaching candidate for the Minnesota Vikings. Here's some tidbits. Fox Sports reported the Minnesota Vikings have 49ers DC D'Amico Ryans as a finalist for the head coaching job. I I think, and I said this in an earlier podcast, D'Amico Ryans was added to the head coaching list late after Koesi Adafo Mensah 
sorry, Quasi at Alpha Mensa was interviewed and asked back for a second. Boom. D'Amico Ryans gets added to the list. He goes and interviews. I think they played on Saturday. He gets interviewed on Sunday. And now he's a top candidate. He's not being interviewed a second time yet. They do play this weekend. So I think that's the reason. Everybody says he's one of currently three finalists. And I'll talk about the... Uh, sorry, I'm going to cough again. <clears throat> I apologize. I, I All this talking, I, you start to cough after a while. Hopefully one of these days I'll get rid of it. Um, still recovering from COVID. According to Nick Wagner, ESPN NFL reporter, he reports on the San Francisco 49ers. Based on that interview and the fact that Kwesi Adolfo Mensa became the GM and they crossed paths in 2017 to 2019 while D'Amico Ryans was quality control coach and then for two years linebacker coach <coughs> Why um, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa was the director of football research and development. He believes... This would seem to put D'Amico Ryans squarely in the mix to be the Vikings' next head coach. No guarantees, of course, but he and Adolfo Mensa worked together in San Francisco for three years. Ryans first interviewed with Minnesota on Sunday. He reported this after um, Mensa got the second callback, and there you have it. We're looking at we're looking at um, D'Amico Ryans as the top candidate. It's Everything points that way. Be be, uh, be on the lookout. Now, another thing that really impresses me is the San Francisco's reaction to the rumors of him going to the Vikings. One of the headlines is from Heavy.com, which seems to be a really good site. You should check it out, Heavy.com. I think they do a site for every team. 49er fans freak out over rumor of coaches departure for Vikings. They they'll go and if you go to one of their um go to an article, I I won't you can search for it, but just go on the Twitter and put hashtag Demico Ryan's and you will ta- see San Francisco fans raving about him. They love him and are afraid for him to go. I've seen interviews with D'Amico Ryans. If you were impressed with Quasi, you will be impressed with D'Amico because they command a room, are smart as all get out, and you can just tell in this case that D'Amico Ryans just eats and breathes football. He was now this leads me to my final thoughts. Everything I've seen, everything I look at, every just his his demeanor, the way he talks about football, is just coaching acumen. He is a leader of men. This man is a leader of men. You can tell. Uh, you just go to his Twitter. All he does is talk about football. That's all. That's his life. Talks about football. He even says, "Great, I can Nickelodeon's playing football. I can watch with my kids." He, this this guy's all about football. Only 37 years old. Um, he was an elite linebacker. 
So he knows what he knows how to play. He's seen it. He's done it. He can uh, relate. The players can relate to him. How, how would you feel, Eric Kendricks, learning from D'Amico Ryan's, who was better than him, better than as a as a NFL linebacker than Eric Kendricks was? Yeah, it just. You know, I think that that has a lot of weight in the NFL, a lot of weight with uh, professional players. He's a great communicator. More impressively, he loves an attacking style defense. That's from his mouth, and they show it. <coughs> I apologize. He again loved by the fans. I think that is awesome. It tells a lot. They can just just by watching him coach. Think, wow, we can't leave him. And they just raved about him in the playoffs. It's amazing how much he is loved by the fans. And he made immediate impact on defense. Much like Mike Tomlin did with the Minnesota Vikings. And then went on to be a dark horse. Wow, he became the head coach. It blew the Steelers away. And now he's the longest running coach in the NFL, in a Super Bowl in his belt, and Vikings wish and hope that Mike Tomlin would lead the Steelers and come lead the Minnesota Vikings to a Super Bowl. Well, we may have our chance with D'Amico Ryans, a first-time defensive coordinator that blew the socks off the NFL, gets hired as a head coach. We may be looking at a repeat uh, just a you know a turn back the clock. Wish we could do it again, and now we have our opportunity. This is us releasing David Ortiz opportunity to turn the clock and not do it. This could be the guy, Tamiko uh, Tamiko Ryan's could be our next head coach. He's got my approval. I do like an offensive uh, coordinator. Uh, the Vikings are looking at one still. There's a lot of talk about O'Connell. I will talk about him on his own podcast, but for now, D'Amico Ryans, that is all. Go look him up. Go learn about him. He may be our next head coach. That is all for the day. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, David Shelsky. I will talk to you next time.